Welcome to another edition of the ODUBlitz.com football show presented by our sponsors, Lions Bridge Financial Advisors, investing and planning for clients throughout Hampton Roads. I'm Ed Miller, the Virginian pilot beat writer for ODU, and I'm here with Harry Minium. And let's talk about what ODU did last week, Harry. Uh, well, ODU went unbeaten last week. They had a bye week, um, which they really needed because they had some, obviously they were one of the most banged up teams they've ever had. Yes. Uh, so, Ed, tell us, you know, you've been to practice. I've, I've been once. You've been to a number of practices. Tell us what they've looked like in practice and how many of the walking wounded are now back in pads. Yeah, they got some good news uh, on the injury front. Uh, Melvin Vaughn, a very versatile player, tight end, H-back receiver, uh, Oscar Smith graduate who's been around the program for a long time. Uh, he is back. He's uh, ready to roll. He's looking pretty spry, uh, as Bobby Wilder said, because basically he's fresher than a lot of guys who've been playing for the last five <laughs> weeks. True. He hasn't played, so there's yeah. that. Uh, Chad Hendricks, the right tackle, is also back in the fold. Uh, Jeremy Cox, the uh, tailback uh, slash uh, everything back, comes out of the backfield. He has been uh, banged up with a hip pointer. He looks yeah. like the, uh, the rest uh, did him well. Uh, he you know, certainly needed it because he yeah, wasn't running. He well. didn't look like himself at all. Yeah. He, uh, so, you know, so they're getting people back uh, healthy slowly. Uh, unfortunately, on the defense, uh, Boomi Rotimi is probably not going to play this week. He's been back at mm -hmm. practice doing some things uh, limited on a limited basis. Uh, Daniel Apu also expected not to be back. Uh, both those guys probably back from Marshall, uh, mm -hmm. which is a week from, from Saturday. So uh, heading into FAU, you know, they're a little healthier, which is good. Um, hopefully no one else gets banged up uh, in practice this week because they've had some injuries in practice. It hasn't all been games. It's been kind of freak things. Yeah. Uh, anyway, we, and we've got FAU, a big game coming up. Harry, you were down in Boca last year. It was at a, the FAU Stadium, which I understand is very nice. It's a great trip. You'll enjoy it next year. <laughs> right. I love Boca. Um, last year was uh, ODU's revenge game for, for long-time ODU fans. You remember in 2015, ODU went to the last game needing to win, and FAU, which was an underdog, came in here and upset ODU 33-31. to And that was the theme of last season. It was They had a picture of the scoreboard. 33-31 in the locker room. That was actually the passcode they used to get into the locker room. They didn't room. tell people that, though, did they? They did. Oh, they so absolutely did. People knew that you could punch in 3-3-3-1 and get into the Well, actually, room. one of the offensive tackles, uh, who we've mentioned, who uh, we won't be. <laughs> he told you okay. the passcode. No, he, he told David Teal from the Daily <laughs> okay. Press, and All David right. used it. So they had to change the yeah, passcode. Yeah, I can understand that. But in, last year's game was, was, a, it was a pretty close game. Um, FAU led 21 to 13 at halftime. Even though ODU had outplayed FAU, they had outgained them by a lot. ODU just made a lot of mistakes. ODU rolled a 624 yards, mm. and they weren't going away. But listen to the offensive stars for ODU last year. There was David Washington, 26 of 36 passes for a career high, 416 yards and five touchdowns. Zach Paschal, nine receptions. Mm. Jonathan <coughs> Duhart, eight receptions. Ray Lowry, 25 rushes for 117 yards. What all those guys have in common? Uh, none of them around. This year. <laughs> they're, uh, they're all back. Graduation, uh, injuries. Uh, so, yeah. Yeah, and uh, Washington and Pascal, of course, have graduated, and mm -hmm. Lowry and Duhart are out for the season. Right, yeah. A um, lot of offensive uh, talent has gone out the door one way or the other. Um, speaking of David Washington, uh, Understand he's he's uh, got some uh, good news. He was picked up by the uh, Winnipeg Blue Bombers of the CFL. 
He was. Uh, not going to play this season. He'll be on the practice squad, the taxi squad, but it's a good uh, experience for a guy like that to get his feet wet, to get his, stick his toe into a professional football environment way up in uh, Winnipeg. And Harry, for a bonus question, can you tell me which uh, province Winnipeg is located I in? I do not know that. <laughs> right. do, do you a know? Trick. Manitoba, of course. Okay. Uh, no, just... Uh, yeah. But uh, yeah, so he'll be he'll be getting that Manitoba uh, late late spring or late summer. Uh, oh gosh, fall. yeah, it's it's, be it's nice. winter up there. Yeah, yeah. But, hey, he's playing pro football, so good good for David. Anyway, back to last year's game. Zach Pascal had to play that game. Uh, it was twenty-one to twenty-one, and um, David Washington lays out a pass for him, and it, it should have been on Sports Center that night. It's one of the best plays I've ever seen in an ODU football game. He lays up the pass. Zach is fairly well defended, and he sort of leaps forward catches it, and flips over. Um, and that gave ODU the minimum, and they won, they won going away. But this is a game they could have lost. Jeremy Cox, who you mentioned, mm-hmm. he showed some explosiveness when he, when he caught a short pass, ran right. over a linebacker, and went right. 84 yards for a touchdown. So, you know, that was, that was when we really first began to notice Jeremy. Yeah, Jeremy can do that. He's a very uh, physical back. Uh, FAU, they returned 15 starters from last year's team, including uh, quarterback Jason Driscoll, who seems to have won the starting position after being challenged early on mm-hmm. by some other quarterbacks. And there's another face at, um, at FAU we haven't seen, however, yeah. and that is Lane Kiffin. Lane Kiffin, uh, for those of you who may not be familiar with Lane, or most of you probably are, a former Oakland Raiders coach at a very young age. I think he was 32 or something when he got that job. He was the youngest yeah. coach in the history of the NFL. Right. USC, Tennessee, Volunteers, and then uh, most recently with Alabama uh, under Nick Saban. So very flamboyant guy, uh, outspoken, uh, somewhat maybe controversial, may not be too strong a, a word for Lane, although he's been pretty low-key since getting to FAU, a little bit out of the way spot uh, media-wise. I was at Conference USA Media Days. Lane was there. He was uh, pretty well behaved, uh, didn't make many headlines. Uh, he's made a, uh, a hype video that uh, when he got there that was so bad that it was actually good. <laughs> That's, and he said he did that on purpose. Right, right. Yeah. So, you know, yeah. but yeah, interesting for Lane to come to uh, Foreman Field. That'll add a little flavor to this game. And, uh, and he's the guy who, um, when Nick, you know, he, he did an interview, which uh, when he was at Alabama, Nick Saban doesn't allow his assistant coaches generally to do interviews, but he'd been named head coach at FAU. And during this interview, he said that his three years at Alabama were like, dog years, in other words, 21 years. And shortly after that, Saban said, okay, see you later. And he he let him go with seven days before the national championship game. Yeah, yeah, exactly. So Stephen Williams, it'll be his first home start, Mm -hmm. the freshman, 17-year-old freshman for ODU, his first home start at quarterback. Uh, Has ODU retooled their offense? Have you been able to see any changes in their offense? Um, Yeah, nothing. uh, I asked Bobby Wilder about that yesterday. Nothing significant, uh, really. You know, Steven's been running the offense since he was here uh, basically in late July, early August. So they're not going to try to reinvent the wheel. They're going to try to maybe do some things to cater to his uh, talents. He's uh, got a lot of escapability. He's got a big arm. Um, As we mentioned before, I think they can still run the ball. They believe they can run the ball in Conference USA. Receivers need to get on uh, on track a little bit. Uh, we talked about the problems they had against Virginia Tech, um, and uh, developing some chemistry with Steve Williams. Stevie Williams is going to be a big uh, priority for them. But uh, 
in general, I think what, what Wilder said was, you know, they're not trying to reinvent the wheel, they're just trying to execute what they do better, which is, you know, it sounds like a coaching cliche, but it's really true for ODU as they move forward. Um, uh, speaking of moving forward, we'll take a quick break here to hear from our sponsors at Lions Bridge Financial Advisors. You embody dedication, sacrifice, and commitment. You are an elite athlete. You know the difference superior coaching makes. Lions Bridge Financial Advisors is here to be your financial coach. We'll help you pack for your athletic journey by gathering a complete picture of where you are and where you want to go, and by working with other trusted professionals on your behalf. Ed and I are back with the ODUblitz.com videocast. Uh, Ed, we were talking about ODU's wide receivers. Um, and Bobby said some of them need to step up. Who are some of the guys you think who might step up or who could step up? Yeah, Travis uh, Fulgham is the, the obvious guy. He is uh, kind of by default now the number one receiver taking the spot that Jonathan Duhart had. He's a big physical guy, great athlete, former basketball player. Can jump. Can really get up. Yeah, hasn't played a ton of football. He didn't play a lot in high school um, as, as we've you've wrote about him last year. We're gonna, I'll be writing about him later this week. but. He uh, lived all over the world as a kid uh, in a lot of countries where they really didn't play football. Yeah. So he was a soccer player, he was a basketball player, he got to the States and he uh, got to a military academy, Mass Massanut Military Academy in, uh, near Harrisonburg and really started playing football late, uh, I think as a junior in high school. So he's a guy, uh, Melvin Vaughn, who we mentioned, uh, is a guy that has 71 career receptions, which is the most on the team, other mm -hmm. than uh, Jonathan Duhart, who's out. You've got guys like Noah Ellison, Hassan Patterson, uh, who am I forgetting, uh, Marquez Little. There's, there's a few other guys. I mean, it's it's a wide open competition. They've got a- Isaiah Harper. Isaiah Harper, don't forget. Yeah, I can't forget Isaiah, a little slot receiver. So uh, so we'll see. They definitely need some more production from that. And not only the, not only the receivers, but the tight ends too, uh, who haven't really been heard from much at all this year. So your Conference USA power ratings are out. Mm -hmm. Tell us we have a number one this week. No, we don't have a number one yet. We're still, <laughs> we're still stuck at two number twos. Uh, and uh, the same teams, UTSA and La Tech, are sharing that top spot. Uh, UTSA didn't play last week, so I kind of felt that, like I didn't want to move anybody down who had a bye week. Yeah. wouldn't really be fair to them, although there was a lot of movement uh, elsewhere in the, uh, in the poll, in the rankings. Uh, Marshall has moved up. They're, they're really playing well. Wow. Yeah, they yeah. just crushed Cincinnati. That's a they, yeah. They, yeah, they've the had herd a is uh, our top team in the East right now, uh, followed by Western Kentucky, uh, who is also coming off a bye. Uh, North Texas uh, has been impressive offensively, putting up a lot of points, a lot of yardage. They're number five. Southern Miss uh, drops to number six after a loss last week. Uh, we got FIU at seven. You're, you're, Team that you said to keep yeah, an eye on. Th that was the team I said to keep an eye on. And Eric Bohannon, the sports information director at Old Dominion, of course, promptly called us to say, hey, bad call. But they're three and one now. Yeah, I mean, they're kind of a soft three and one. They've beaten, they've beaten the bottom of the league. But hey, win, a win is a win. And, you know, Butch Eric, Davis. You could be right. But yeah, we'll Butch see. Davis is trying to get something going down there. Uh, Old Dominion staying at number eight. Uh, FAU, their opponent this week, coming in at nine. So that's like an NCAA tournament game, eight, nine <laughs> matchup. Right. Uh, then Middle Tennessee dropping all the way down to 10 uh, after a loss uh, last week to and FAU. And just think, this is a team that won at Syracuse, beat an ACC yeah. team. They are just, if you think Old Dominion's got injury problems, 
Yeah. Middle Tennessee's really got injury problems with their quarterback, their top receiver, and some of their defensive players are banged up this week. Yeah. I think they'll get back on track. They're at home uh, against uh, FIU, and I, you know, I think that'll be a good opportunity for them to, to, to get it going. Uh, then we've got UAB, Rice, uh, Charlotte, which uh, comes in at 13, which is a move up for them. They, they really played well in the first half yeah. at FIU, couldn't hold it together, and, and ended up losing that game. And UTEP, who's got a uh, new coach, who's an old coach, uh, their interim coach, uh, Mike Price. Tell us about Mike Price. You know a little about him. Mike Price is an interesting guy. Uh, he was the head coach at Washington State, uh, did really well there. And, and if you win at Washington State, yeah, you're, you're doing something. Right. Yeah, yeah they haven't, hadn't won since. Uh, Mike Leach now is getting some, uh, yeah. has some success there. But Mike Price got the Alabama job and actually didn't hold on to it very long. He had some off-the-field uh, escapades, if you yeah. will, and <laughs> yes. uh, got fired go there. Google it if you want yeah. to know what it is Wound up about. at uh, UTEP and was there for, if I'm not mistaken, I think seven or eight years and took them to three bowl games, yeah. which sounds pretty good right now. They're sitting at 0-5. Mike Price is 71 years old. I don't think he's interested in the job uh, going forward. I think he's the guy they brought in to stabilize the program, get them through the rest of the year. Um, for UTEP. So UTEP is in our in our bottom spot right now. Well, let's look at the uh, Conference USA games this week. Southern Miss at UTSA. I think it's a game of the week because Southern Miss is 2-2, two 0-1 and two, yeah. oh in the league. They're pretty desperate for a win, and U if UTSA yeah. wins, they'd be 4-0. UTSA's, uh, if you look at the national uh, defensive leaders, you've got teams like Michigan, Alabama, Clemson, and UTSA. lo and behold, UTSA. <laughs> 207 yards a game, I think, is all they're giving up. Uh, so they, they, they're a good defensive team. Uh, we mentioned uh, FIU at Middle Tennessee. Uh, Middle's kind of in a must-win spot. Yes, uh, FIU, if they win, then, you know. They're 4-1. and one. Right, right. Yeah. They're in the driver's seat. Um, so we'll see. Um, Louisiana Tech at UAB, that's mm -hmm. um, the Blazers' first conference USA home game since 2014, and I don't, yeah. think, I don't think this is a game they'll win. It's homecoming, um, which goes to show you that, you know, sometimes you can't control your homecoming <laughs> opponent. You're, you're yeah. basically getting the, the defending league uh, division champion in yeah. your homecoming game, but hopefully a good crowd down in Birmingham for that. Uh, Marshall's at Charlotte. Uh, and last year the 49ers won in Huntington, and yeah. that loss stung. Right. Yeah, I, I don't see that coming out yeah. this way. Yeah. Uh, you never know. Uh, Charlotte is kind of reeling after this. They've got uh, Western Kentucky coming up, so yeah. a tough, tough stretch for the 49ers. And Charlotte has lost three of their last five games by a single point, which is that's a sign of a young team, an immature team. Yeah. Uh, Army's at Rice. Uh, Army is uh, taking a tour. Actually, Army played UTEP last week in West Point, but they are playing these Texas schools. Yeah, they, they play a lot of Conference USA Texas schools because mm -hmm. they have a big following. There are a lot of Army bases in, um, yeah. in Texas and a lot of retirees. And there. Army's an independent, of course, so scheduling for them. Um, you know, they've got certain games with the other service academies, but their schedule, they need to get games where they can, and these are winnable games they are. For, the, for the Black Knights. Yeah. Uh, Western Kentucky at UTEP. Uh, Western has already put out that it's taking its uh, longest trip ever. I think everyone says that when they go to UTEP. <laughs> yes. uh, yeah, it's, it's a long trip. Right. Um, the good news for them is they're going to a great city, El Paso. It's my favorite conference USA city. It's a, 
you know, the people there are just wonderful. You've been there. Yeah, so yeah. I like El Paso. Yeah. Everybody that gets there, it's hard to get to, but once you're there, it's it's a very uh, welcoming uh, welcoming place. They'll have this great Mexican food there. It's a very scenic place, and plus they'll probably take the four hour plane ride back with their first league victory. I would. Yeah. Think. If Western loses this one, yeah, that's, that's they've got problems uh, for sure. So who are you picking this week between ODU and FAU? I think the Monarchs can, can get this done. I think um, they've had two weeks to prepare um, offensively. Stephen Williams, every practice he gets, I think, is valuable at this point. The yeah. defense is, is pretty good. Uh, turnovers are going to be huge, uh, yeah. as they always are. Um, Florida Atlantic does not turn it over. They lead the, uh, the conference in turnover margin, and they, yeah. they've come up with some takeaways. So that's going to be big. I, you know, this is a very important game for ODU. I think they can get it. I think it'll be uh, fairly low scoring, you know, 24 to 20, somewhere in that ballpark. That's, uh, I was going to pick 27 to 24, mm -hmm. but mainly because I think it's about a three-point game either way. I think it'll be a close game. I think it's a game Old Dominion could win, but it's also a game they could lose. And if they lose, yeah. they're in a tough spot because then they've got to go at Marshall and then host Western Kentucky. You know, after having lost three in a row, so Bobby Wather said this morning at practice, "This is a big game for us, and it is." Absolutely. Uh, when you look at what they've got coming up, like you said, Marshall, Western Kentucky, and then North Texas down the road. Oh, who, that yeah. North Texas is, and they've got to go to Denton, Texas. Uh, yeah. That's a, you know, four pretty tough games coming up. So the Monarchs really need to get this one at home uh, in front of a. Uh, I think you meant we mentioned earlier we're looking it's fall break. At, it's uh, fall ODU. break at ODU, so we're right. going or to... Or will be fall break next week, I think. Yes. Yeah. So we'll, we'll be checking on ticket sales to see whether they have their 56 sellout in a row. This would be 56, yeah. but... They're doing some promoting uh, pretty heavily to, to try to uh, keep that streak alive. Um, we'll see how that goes. Two tickets for $20 a piece, I yeah. think. Yeah, yeah. You like can that. pick any two of the four games uh, for 20 bucks each. It sounds like we're doing a commercial here, but that's... <laughs> But that's the promotion they've got, yeah. and uh, actually not a bad deal when you think yeah, about it. It's not um, a bad deal. Yeah. Yeah. And uh, we'll be back next week to tell you all about how it went at FAU, how, win, loss, whether they uh, were able to keep their uh, sellout streak going, everything that uh, we can bring you about ODU football. For Harry Minion, this is Ed Miller. Thanks for watching again this week. Uh, this is the ODUBlitz.com uh, football show presented by Lionsbridge Financial Advisors providing investing and planning for clients throughout Hampton Roads. Uh, questions, comments, criticisms, reach out to us and uh, follow us on Twitter. We also uh, respond to emails. Uh, and don't forget to go to odublitz.com for the most complete Monarch coverage anywhere. Thanks again. We'll see you same time next week. See you next week.